0: First of all, uh, welcome to everyone, uh, to um, this uh, new episode of uh, Solo Voices. Uh, We are with uh, Gary Drenov and uh, welcome uh, to this uh, show. Uh, We will go to talk about uh, the Gary Drenov and the manic uh, emotions and I would like to know uh, over the Garydennov and Manic Emotion come together as a band and how did uh, the international collaboration among band members uh, from USA and uh, Australia come about
1: well first of all thank you very much for having me on the show it is my great honor to be here and uh wonderful to meet you Alessandro uh. Gary Drain and the Manic Motions got started in the 1990s when I lived in Los Angeles, California. And uh we uh were a very active band, played many venues, and even went on tour with such greats as Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention. Um and then uh In about 1998, I moved from uh, Southern California to Park City, Utah, where I currently live. And uh, I uh, had a couple things happen, and one of them was a stroke. And I did not play music for 12, 13 years. Um, So that takes us from 1998 to about 2010. Uh, In 2010, I... uh, picked up my guitar again, and I had to completely relearn how to play. Um, In the 19, like 1995, 1997 was the top of my playing abilities. And uh, songs like Day I Was Born uh, is a good example of how I played in the mid-90s. But I had lost all that, and I had... Decided in 2010, I had to recover it, so I started um, relearning my own music, and uh, I found myself a guy in Australia named Chris Zupa, who would who transcribed all my music to uh, um, uh, uh, sheet music to sheet music. So I could learn my music uh, uh, over again from sheet music. And then Chris turned into my teacher um, and helped me come quite a long way. And uh, But in 2018, we morphed from student and teacher to partners in writing music. And um, that's how Australia, came into the picture is Chris Zupa in Melbourne and he's also known as he's the lead guitarist for a progressive rock group named Terramaze um he and he is absolutely world class um in uh 2022 Chris and I very seriously got to writing And as of now, we've written 40 singles for my new album, Never Give Up, uh, which uh, starting January, we're going to be releasing one song a week uh, for 30 weeks, uh, maybe even more because we're still writing songs for that album. Uh, Then comes into Ukraine. Uh, Chris and I wrote a song called The Cry of War, which I wrote specifically for the Ukrainian people and the Ukrainian military, and it got picked up by Radio Rock's largest FM station in Ukraine, and they did a news piece on it. And the uh, presenter asked if I would possibly write the song in Ukrainian. Uh, So I was... Trying to find somebody in Ukraine, and uh, I uh, I play uh, harmonica, and my harmonica uh-huh. teacher, my harmonica teacher David Barrett, uh, I just asked him off off the cuff if he knew any students or if he knew anybody in Ukraine, and he said yes. One of his best students, a guy named Roman Berta. Lived in Ukraine, and would I like to meet him? And uh, we met over Zoom, and uh, we became the best of friends. We talk every single day, and um, he got uh, got me more exposure on Radio Rocks, and uh, um, played the uh, for the Ukrainian version of the Cry of War. Um, he played the harmonica part on that song, and he found me a singer named Klim Apalkov, K-L-I-M Apalkov, who is absolutely a world-class singer. And Klim got very interested in my music, and uh, he sang the vocals for the Ukrainian version of Cry of War. Uh and we'll fast forward. Uh, Cleem and I now are writing songs together as Chris and I uh, Chris and I am. And uh, so I've got music. I've got literally uh, four different music projects going on right now, which is Never Give Up Album, which is Chris and I and Cleem and I. We're all four of us working on that album together. Uh, I've got an album called Asterion, which is a heavy metal uh, album, and my song Digitize is out right now from that album. Uh, I've got uh, Astrolix, which is Chris and and me doing EDM music, believe it or not, electric dance music. Um, And we have released two songs already, which is... May, uh, the Rhythm Fills My Soul, and Lost and Found, and uh, we'll be releasing at least 12 others through next year. Um, and uh, then clean and I are doing Destiny Road, which is the album I released in May of this year. Uh, we are doing a remix and remastering of the entire album. And... Uh, Kleem uh, is doing the uh, mastering of it and he is doing all the vocals on it. Where I had done the vocals on the original album, Kleem is doing the vocals on the new, new album. So that's what I got going. And um,
0: are there any specific uh, themes or messages that uh, consistently appear in your uh, songwriting?
1: No. Uh, Every song is different. I write about social issues. I write about mental health. I write about love. I write about heartbreak. Um, I write about coal factories poisoning cities. Uh, In the case of the cry of war, I'm writing about the Ukrainian and Russian war. So uh, I write about very many topics. And I, I guess what is consistent is that i am always writing about something that is real okay and um
0: the the next the next question is um how did the collaboration with uh roman burdan the uh, player and the ukrainian music uh, um artist come about but you already um, uh, Answered to yeah. that. I would like to know how you feel at the, um, with the, these people. If you had some uh, type of connection, uh, even if uh, you live in a total different culture, or if you want to share something with of this relation uh, with uh, this person. With Roman or each one of them? Well, with uh, uh, each one of them. If, if, if you yeah, want well, to. Well, uh,
1: all I could say is I've developed very quickly a deep friendship with each one of them, starting with Chris Zupa. And uh, uh, Chris Zupa, myself, and a guy named Jason Jones, who is our producer uh, here in Utah, um, he and I had lunch together and became very close friends. Um and Roman and I developed a friendship very quickly and now Clem and I are very close friends. So uh I'm a guy that really didn't have very many friends until last year. <laughs> um I I uh was diagnosed with bipolar 1 disorder uh back in the early 2000s and because of my bipolar 1 disorder I was Not easy to be around, and uh, I was diagnosed. And a dear friend of mine, a ski racer friend of mine, I'm a ski racer, I was a ski racer and a ski racing coach up here in Park City. And one of my buddies introduced me to a psychiatrist, and his name is Dr. Calm, (laughs) and it would sound like C A L M, except for it's spelled K A L M. But still, a psychiatrist by the name of Calm is pretty funny, if you think about it. Uh, Anyways, he diagnosed me and got me on the right meds. And uh, I went from being a crazy man to a uh, pretty manageable uh, person. Um, And uh, four wives. (laughs) It took me till my fourth wife to... Uh, be the kind of person that can stay married. And I've been married for 19 years to my wife, Liz. Um, but I had three wives before then. Anyway, so I didn't have very many friends until Chris came into my life. And then Roman and Clem and Jason. And uh, uh, we're a, we're a tight group of people. How did uh,
0: you adapt and evolve over the years, um, especially considering you started to write music in 1997? Do you have uh, made uh, some uh, changes, or did this, the songs come uh, like in the same
1: way? Uh, pretty big changes. Um uh the the music from 1997 came from a very vivid dream I had in 1995 uh, And in this dream I moved or was transported to these Emerald hills far away and uh, I would meet a world traveler who I'd fall in love with. I mean, this was all the dream. I got up the next morning and I wrote the song Destiny Road um and i wrote the lyrics and the music and all of it in about three hours uh and from that one song came the next 13 songs uh and um i wrote them with my music director jerry manfredi who is my bass player in in los angeles so we collaborated um so in in that sense yeah, I'm writing the same way I did back in the '90s because I am collaborating with Chris and with Clean. Um, uh, but uh, I um, I write more uh, music with my guitar, and I write all the lyrics, and I I give to either Chris or Clean. Uh, song ideas based on what I come up with on guitar and then complete lyrics for the concept of the song. And then the two of them help me arrange it and produce it. And, uh, uh, so I, I would say it's different because I am writing more complete songs, um, uh, for the collaborations than I did back with Jerry in the 90s. To do,
0: I liked the um, production process of uh, the Destiny Road album, uh, especially, I mean, the, the, the journey of converting analog tapes to digital tracks. It was uh, a sort of
1: emotion to rediscover that. Uh, that was a that was a real uh, uh, out of left field thing for me. Uh, in 2020, I received a 70 pound box, and I didn't know who it was from. And uh, when I opened it up, it was the two inch tapes from the recording. Uh, because when I left LA, I left my tapes behind uh, and left my music behind. Um, and Jerry Manfredi shipped me the tapes. And then a guy up here in Utah named Tim Wilson found me a studio back in LA in a place called Lakewood uh, named Deep Signal Studios. And all they do is take uh, analog tapes. They go through the process of baking them that makes them viable again. And then they digitize the tracks into stems or wave files. And they did that for me. And uh, what came out of those six or seven tapes was the entire Destiny Road album. And uh, for the Destiny Road album that got released in May of 2023, Tim Wilson was the producer, mixer, and mastered, mixed and mastered all those songs. Um, So that's how that happened. And that was... uh, Uh, pretty much the beginning of my music career after 20 years. Can you share a behind-the-scenes
0: anecdote or interesting story related to your journey as an artist? Well,
1: being bipolar, uh, I experienced mania my whole life. I was not depressed, I experienced mania. And because I experienced mania, um, I had four businesses that I started and sold. Um, I was involved in bicycle racing, ski racing, uh, equestrian, horseback, equestrian. And I did both Western as a child And then later in life, uh, up until about 2005, I was doing something called three-day eventing, which is um, uh, show jumping, cross country, and dressage, Uh, 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 and, and ski racing. And I was also a USSA certified race coach since the 80s. Um, and I brought that with me up to Park City, Utah, where I live. Park City, if you didn't know, is a ski ta- ski resort. And uh, uh, so I, uh, um, from about 2000, 2001 to 2010, I had my ski race academy, Modern Ski Racing. Um, so, uh, and during that whole time, Uh, I started playing music at nine years old. Um, When I heard Eric Clapton uh, play Crossroads on the radio with my mom driving me in the car, I knew right there and then this was what I had to do. And uh, we went straight to a place called Ernie Ball Guitars. I bought a 1966 Fender Stratocaster and a 1968 Fender Champ Amplifier and uh, I started listening to Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton and all the bands of the 60s and that's how I got my start in music.
0: And uh, what's your favorite part of the music creation process? Uh, I mean, from the writing to recording and uh, performing. Uh, Do you have any unique rituals? Uh, what, What was the last end of that? if you if do you have any unique rituals i mean uh, uh when you write uh, or when you record uh, or uh, performing um when i write recording form do i have any unique what rituals if you if do you do something uh, in a certain way i mean well
1: um uh, the only thing that I can probably say that I do in a certain way that I think most professional musicians do is I get in a state of flow. Uh, I become very connected to my guitar and um, I don't think I just play and beat. Uh And uh, uh, when I'm writing, I'm in the same state of flow. Uh, so I'm... I I just give into the story uh, and uh, when I perform and when I write, I'm very connected to the story of the song. Uh, I think that's very important to get the message of the song across to my audience. And
0: um, how do you approach uh, songwriting? Uh, and there are um, when there are specific events uh, or experiences that often uh, serves as inspiration for your lyrics.
1: Uh, well, right now uh, on on Skype, right next to your picture is Chris Zupa working on music for a song that I just wrote called "Black Coal Lung." Um, and it's about a uh, town called Clinton, Ohio, <clears throat> and there's a coal, a coal power plant there, and it is poisoning the people of the city or, or the town. And uh, I, uh, we right now, as I speak, we're writing the song Black Coal Lump, and it's about Clinton, Ohio and, and the poison that comes out of the coal power plants. And uh, can I ask um, the
0: the what are the band the, the your goals and uh, aspiration for the future? Any specific milestones or project? And uh, I mean, also uh, you have a very ambitious uh, project with um, twenty four uh, songs in uh, twenty four weeks. So maybe uh, you can uh, anticipate us something.
1: Ah. Uh... <clears throat> My hope, well, first of all, excuse me, I'm losing my voice. I apologize. Um, In March, I turned 70 and uh, I'm still performing live. And my goal is with uh, Never Give Up album, the one with the 24 tracks, and it's really more like 30 tracks now, um, is to start playing live halfway through 2024 <clears throat> at much bigger venues than I'm than I have been playing um, lately. All I've been doing is is um, live stream concerts from my home. Um, I have a very big house in Park City, and my entire living room is set up as a stage. Um, and we go on the internet every other Tuesday night and play for up to fifteen hundred people at a time from all over the world. Uh, But in once uh, we get uh, uh, another 10 or 12 songs out, uh, I'm going to invest in a booking agent and get ourselves booked on tour with the bigger act so we can get out and start building our audience even bigger. Um, And my plan is to play till I'm at least 90.
0: Wow, this is really impressive. The the thing of the live shows, and I'm very curious to see that. I would like to see if you want to send me. I absolutely want to see. Now, Gary, we will play your new single, "Sandy Beaches," and maybe you can introduce it for us and let us know what do you want to express with that
1: song. Okay, um, I uh, you may not know this, but I am a Vietnam veteran, and uh, I w- went into the army uh, very young at uh, 16 years old, and uh, I uh, uh, ended up in Vietnam in the 23rd Infantry Infantry Division, also known as Americal, and. Uh, when i came back from the war i saw so many of my um fellow army and marines uh suffer so greatly from what they saw and lived at the war uh that i wrote the song sandy beaches about a uh, a veteran and it doesn't matter what war it could be vietnam it could be afghanistan it could be uh, iraq um uh, syria uh, when the soldiers come back, uh, quite a few of them become homeless. And so, Sandy Beaches is about a homeless uh, veteran from a war who lives on Santa Monica Beach, and uh, the only thing that keeps him sane is the rhythm of the waves breaking. Um, other than that, he's living the horror in his mind of the war that he never want that 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 we never want. We, uh, Elizabeth Trump. We we fought for uh, 20 20 years and um, uh, did not win that war. And so many veterans came back scarred from that experience.
0: Gary, thank you for uh, your experience, uh, for uh, that uh, you have do, that uh, you are doing and that you will do in the future. was a true pleasure to talk with you and uh, now we listen to the songs and the beaches and hopefully we will have uh, your music uh, all over the here on the Formula Indie shows. And uh, thank you so much for, uh, for your time. My pleasure.
1: It's been an honor to speak to you, Alessandro.
0: It's a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.
2: So uh-huh.